Let's see, this party started first. Man, go ahead, man, Tommy. Go ahead. I don't do know what thing. you waiting on. She ready. Had already had my drink. She ready. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You do the honors. <laughs> magic. Let's make magic today. You Let's know. make magic today. Let's just do that. Let's just do that. <laughs> Let me do you first. Yeah, I wanna try the truth. You don't wanna? <laughs> okay, Brittany, you don't wanna? Let's make a toast, man. More life. Hold on, let me move this. Move this off the table so it won't be in all our stuff. Okay. More life, more money, more success, more health. It's always us, man. We're gonna keep doing this thing. Keep winning. Hey, let's keep winning. All right. <clears throat> let's get started. First of all, uh, so. I have my podcast name, and I, and I just changed it last night. I was on the phone talking to my guy, Trey, and we were just talking about this opportunity I have to get to speak to you. And he was like, he said something so powerful to me. He was like, man, like, you have an hour of change, like an hour to basically to bring change. And in my head, I was like, man, that's, I think that's it. I think mm. that's what I wanted to be named the podcast, the hour of change. Like, cause what I've realized mm. is that every conversation I've had with people, my life is constantly being changed every time. And I know that through this conversation now, I know not only my life is going to be changed, but also the people that watch it. I so agree. I agree. I'm just grateful that I, I, I'm able to share this space with you and, uh, you are the first person on the revamp of the podcast, wow. the hour of change. So the hour of change, the hour of change wow. podcast. So I want to go live. That's sick. <laughs> go live, be a little bit. Just give them a snippet. Oh my God, hour of change. The hour of change podcast. That's the name of but it. But what was it before? It was called Real Meds Podcast. So in the Bahamas, right? Meds is short for meditation. So like, if I call you, be like, hey, Tommy. Pull up on me, man. Like, let's sit down and have a real, like, let's sit down and hold a meds. That means, like, okay, let's sit down and have a real conversation. Mm -hmm. like, let's sit down and hold a meditation. Like, let's talk about some real stuff. But I didn't feel like it fit me all the way. But mm -hmm. when he said the hour would change, I'm like, okay, yeah. That's it. That's is it. This is it. So, mm -hmm. all the viewers just know, when y'all watch this podcast, every time you watch it, your life will be changed. Every single time. Wow. It's guaranteed to happen. So, uh... And you know, another thing I want to say was, and I know it's normally the host makes the intro, but I was like, let me pick Tommy Brain. Like, how, how would you introduce that? Like, what would you say? Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hour of Change podcast. Like, <laughs> help me out, Tommy. Let me pick your brain real quick, since like, it's new. Yeah, just the intro? Yeah, just the intro. Like, what would you say? I mean, I would keep it simple. Keep it and simple. And I would be like, welcome to the Hour of Change where when you, when, as soon as you click this link, I already have in your mind that you will never be the same again. You will never think the same, you'll never move the same, you'll never work the same, and you will be inspired after this hour of change. Your life will be changed. That's the intro from now on. That's the intro. <laughs> that's the intro, we going with that. Every episode from here on out, that's the intro. That'll work. I'm gonna go back, replay it, and learn it. That's it, real Thank simple. you for that. You're welcome. Thank you for that. So now let's, in oh, uh, so let's get it started. My first question to you is, let's say you get 
invited to like a networking event, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say it's people in the room, they make three, four, five, six, seven, the amount you do. And you are awarded an opportunity to speak, right? And you walking up on stage, they hand you the microphone. How do you introduce yourself and introduce your business to people? What do you say? In that moment, what would you say? I would introduce myself normal. Um, I'm Tammy Price, Tammy with the T. I'm a very successful entrepreneur. I'm a single mom of three. Um, I've been able to come into the industry of network marketing and help thousands and thousands of people. I've earned multiple seven figures in this business from nothing. Um, I've started homeless. I don't have any parents. My mom died when I was nine years old. Um, my dad, I finally met my dad at 26 and he died when I was 27 a year later. And I got into the industry of network marketing from reaching out to Coach Stormy Wellington. And you know, I just started working. I started building, I started grinding, and that's, that's who I am. I'm an inspiration to the world. So it don't matter if somebody's in the audience that made 10 million and I made 2 million or they made a billion. I'm always a student, but there's always something to teach and always something to learn. So right. I would just let them know who I am. And I mean, money is just a tool. You know, money money is just a, a tool of what you've been able to accomplish and how many people you've been able to serve and to help. It doesn't make me no better than you. It doesn't make her no better than me if she make more money than me. It's just she probably have the knowledge, more knowledge than me. Or um, she has became who she's supposed to be more more than me. That's that's all that money is. True. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. That, you said that so beautifully, man. Like, you said that flawless. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you, you said you was homeless. Mm -hmm. what, what, what was that like? Like, how, how did that happen? Like, what, what, what was that time like in your life, like from a mental standpoint? Um, from a mental standpoint, it was like really depressing because I was trying to figure my life out. Like, I was a woman that was married with a baby, with a stroller. Like. I used to do all of that, but I wasn't tapping into who I was, you know what I mean? And I was in my, in, in my old marriage, and I was just, like, we were losing everything. And I was used to him paying. Like, when he got paid, I got paid. When he got paid, I would pay. It's almost like he, I went to work, and I, I mean, he went to work, and I got a paycheck. Right. And so we started losing everything, and my dad had died, and that was just like, David couldn't afford to rent the mortgage no more in the house we had built. This my second house I built, this is not my first house I built. And so we couldn't afford a mortgage no more, so we had to sell a house. And then we were going through a divorce at the same time. And I just, me and my kids wouldn't slept on my brother's floor. And then I was in and out of the car, going to different quick trips, washing up, getting noodles, you know, that type of thing. I had to wait till my brother got home from work to let us in, it was a lot. And then I just was like, you know what, I gotta, I can't just keep going to a job. Like, I can't keep just doing the same thing over and over and over and expect a different result. That's right. insanity. And I just made a decision that it, I seen with my eyes that somebody else was able to make a million dollars in seven months. Somebody else was able to be successful. It wasn't no comparison. I just was able to see. And if right. I can see it, I can have it. Like, that's it. If I can see it, I can obtain it. And I say, I, gotta, I, I don't like the way this makes me feel. Like, I don't want to be in this car. But I appreciate that woman that was in that car because she needed that. She needed to know how I feel because it's somebody else listening to me that 
that is struggling, like struggling right now, trying to act like everything okay, and then you go home, you can't pay your light bill. That mm. that is a hard feeling. I don't, I didn't like the way that made me feel. It gets me emotional um, to just know that I was in that place, you know. And I just, I said, I'm finna go to work. I'm finna find myself. I'm finna go to work. I'm finna help more people, and that's it. And I, I had a vehicle to do that. So. My philosophy is challenges make you grow, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously, that was a challenging time in your life. How did that make you grow? Uh, it made me, yeah, challenges do make you grow. Um, it made me grow because of my way of thinking. It changed my mind. It changed your mind from what to what? It changed my mind to, I would say, let me get my words right. I wanted to get out of that car. Like, I wanted a different situation. It's a lot of people that's in bad situations, bad relationships, bad financial things going on, but they don't want change. They they get praised off being a victim. I wanted to be the victor. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't want to be no victim. A lot of people get applause off being a victim. You are something always wrong. You always broke. <laughs> you always you know, overweight, you always depressed, you always going through, it's draining, it's very low vibration. But I didn't want to be the victim, I wanted to be the victor. And when I became the victor, my mind said, you gotta go, like you gotta change. Like, you use this, because Tammy, you're not the only one. So use this situation and get yourself up out of the bootstraps. So I literally pulled myself on out of the bootstraps because I did not like the way they made me feel and I wanted better. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. That's the, that's the truth. Man, from nothing to something. Mm hmm That's amazing. Ain't God good? Oh, he's amazing. If that's it had amazing. not been If it had not been for uh, the Lord on my side, I really wouldn't know where I would be. Like, I'm a woman <clears throat> of faith, so I believe things that I cannot see. But when I see it, I know I can have it. Right. Um, if I can't see it and I want it, it's a desire so I can have it again. Um, but I'm a God woman. I'm a God-fearing woman. I'm a woman of faith. And um, I just believe that nothing is impossible if you believe. You know, with, I had a question, but I'm going to jump back to that. I was having a conversation with my friend Patch last night, and um, I asked him this question, can faith and logic coexist in the same room? What do you think about that? Logic is no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare the two. Logic is too. Well, what if? Logic is too. Well, maybe no. Faith is. It is. It is or it ain't. Logic is. Well, this could possibly like. It's too many questions with logic. Right. It's too many people's opinions with logic. Faith is faith. Faith is faith. Faith is faith. Yeah, faith is faith. No logic, like logic, yeah, 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 whatever. But logic always give you your opinion. You either believe it or you don't. You either gonna have to trust him or you not. There's no logic with it. And, and what you saying that going through that time period of your life, obviously you relied on faith more than you did logic. But was there ever a, was there ever a battle between the two? You know, through that time, like, like Tammy, you gotta do this, but. What if, like, mm -hmm. but you let the faith override the logic. Like, 
did, was there ever a battle with that? Of course. Um, in the scripture, I just, I'll just use this because I'm just being myself today. But I want you script, to always be yourself. Mm -hmm, in, in the scripture, it says, um, I do believe, but help my unbelief. I do believe this man's kid was sick. And he was like, and, and, and they said, do you believe he is healed? And he said, I do believe, but help my unbelief. And so it was a little bit there. He said, man, I don't know if this is going to work for me. Like, I don't know if this is going to work for me. I believe it could work for me. i seen it work for somebody else, but is it really going to work for Tammy? Only thing you can do is take action and keep going and try and see. Like, there's nothing else that you can do. But it was like a battle because it was like I was working a job. It's like, okay, Tammy, don't quit your job right now. You got to get to a certain amount of money to quit your job. So I wouldn't call it logic. I would just call it common sense. Like, this is where I am reality. So I needed to sell five of these to give me some gas money for the day. But then if I still go to work, I'm going to have a check. If I still go to the job, I'm going to have a check on Friday or Saturday. Right. So I used to just keep my vision, like, in front of me. And that's what helped me, like, remember every single day, like, no, Tammy, like, no, you're on your road to millions. You're going to save and help millions and millions of people. Like, don't let this little job, don't let this little setback, don't let this little relationship, don't let this clown, you know, distract <laughs> you, you know, from what you are supposed to right. um, be doing for your right. vision. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. Mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I, I want to touch back on... On where you was at, what was it like doing that with kids? Because mm -hmm. I, I know, you know, as parents, we want the best for our kids. Period. We want the best for our kids, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, what what was that like being in the car with your kids? Like, man, like, I got hurt and get it, make it happen. Mm -hmm. What 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 was that like for you? Oh, um. It was a lot. It was painful, but I made the best out of it. You know, I was honest with my children. I was like, y'all, we got to go stay with my brother for a little bit. You know, I'm probably picking y'all up from daycare late, you know, but we made the best out of it. And my kids, that's how they are so mannerable to this day. Right. Like, I don't have any really problems with my kids, you know, like that. Um, when they do do something, it shocks me. But they just all—they remember where we came from, and they remember when we don't have when they when they didn't have it. So for me, um, every time I seen their face, I was like, "This is crazy, T. This crazy girl." But I had to do what I had to do. True. I had to do what I had to do. So I really didn't have a lot of time to just sit down and just, oh my God, cry and just weep and. Alana, it's going to be okay. I had one conversation with them. Listen, give, give mama a little bit of time. Right. Give, just give mama a little bit of time. I Trust me, it won't be like this always. I hated telling my kids no. And they could have one gift for Christmas, if that. I hated it. I hated it. Never again. Not a Christmas tree full, huh? Oh, yeah. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That's easy. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I want to touch back on, you said you had met your dad. Mm -hmm. at 26 mm -hmm. and he died when you were 27 so you had one year to know your dad one year on the dot one year <sighs> mm -hmm. what was that like uh, i had been looking for my dad my whole life i had been looking for my dad my whole life every job i went to i would use that computer <laughs> i would use that computer to try to look for him 
Um, I was like the, the kid that we grew up like on Mari. Like I was that kind of person like trying to find my dad. Mm -hmm. um, my mom died when I was nine years old. So she, uh, she used to always tell me, you just look just like your daddy, Dwayne. You look right. just like Dwayne. And I, as a child, we need our fathers. Like True. as little girls, we definitely, definitely need our fathers. It was always like a little boy there. And so I wasn't going to stop until I found him. And How'd so you find him? I, I prayed about it one day and I was just like, I, um, I went to the job and one of my coworkers was like, Tammy, you looking for your dad? I was like, yeah. He was like, keep looking one more time. I was like, no, I'm tired. I've been looking for my daddy for like 15 years at the time. I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. What job you was at at the time? Uh, UT Southwestern. I was um, working in radiology and orthopedic at the front desk. Checking people in for their x-rays. Right. Checking people in to see the doctor if they broke a finger or whatever. Right. But anyway, long story short, um, that guy told me, he was like, look, one more time. And I called my ACCMA. They raised me. Um, she used to always just put me off, put me off when it was time for questions about my parents. And this time she was just like, you know, your grandpa was a pastor in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm like, oh, that's why I'm so spiritual. Y'all bust been preaching. Right. But um, she told me, I was like a pastor. She was like, yeah, he had a whole church. I was like, what was the name of the church? She told me. And so I looked it up online, and I just put Pastor Dies in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Pa <laughs> pastor Jordan Dies in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And obituary pulled up, and it was my grandma. And I looked just like her, an old woman with a wig on. <laughs> It was crazy. I already know how I'm going to look as an old old lady. All right, just like Granny, huh? Just like Granny. She looked identical to me. <laughs> and so I looked at the um, the obituary at the bottom, and it said, Son, Dwayne Jordan. And that's how I, I was like, oh, my God. And I seen my aunties on there. Um, their name was Miss Bell and something else. So I just started researching their numbers. Called them, reached out. My aunt answered the phone. <clears throat> And I was like, I think, Dwayne, I think your brother is my dad. Right. And the lady, she, she Miss Marilee, she was amazing. Um, she just called him, and they called me like two days later, and it was him. But I had been looking for so long. Why, why, why wasn't you able to find him? Huh? Why weren't you able to find him for that I, long? Yeah, I couldn't find him. None, nothing. Not his number, his address, it was nothing on him. Still can't, you still can't Google him and find wow. him at all. So I had to go through his sisters. What was that moment like walking up and seeing him? Mm -hmm. What was that moment like? I was shocked. I was scared. I was shaking. And he, it was like looking, like he looked, I did, I look identical to my dad. I seen the video. I think he's walking up some stairs. Yeah, in Atlanta. Right. That's where all of them was at. In Atlanta, all my other side of the family was in Atlanta. And you walked up and you seen your pops. For the first time. In 2014. It was an unbelievable moment. Unbelievable. I was like, oh my God, I've been looking for you my whole life. And I was and God gave him gave him to me. I met him. Then we had my first Father's Day ever in life, June 2015. And then he went to sleep in September and never woke up. My condolences. Thank you. My condolences. Mm -hmm. I mean that's that's at least she was able to meet him. Mm -hmm. At least she was able to meet him. Yep. That's, so that and, happened. And that I was like, beautiful. oh, my God. Yeah. And then he told me everything. I, he told me everything. Every question that I had about my mom, he told me. 
because she died when I was nine. So right. only my mom's side of the family like was telling me stuff. Mm -hmm. But to know her on the other side, the other side right. it was dope. That's good. Yeah, it was dope. That's good. Shout out to Pops. Yeah, he was sickening. <laughs> you you gave me so much inspiration just now when you said you was able to meet someone that made a million dollars in seven months. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't touched a million yet, but I'm on that journey. I'm on that grind, and it's happening this year. Like, yes, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm I'm coming for it. And when you said it's seven months, I started counting the months. Okay, we in January. I got one till July, <laughs> July, easy. August. I'm like, man, I gotta get, I gotta get busy. That's easy. <clears throat> and you know, while, while while we talking about millions, you are the first person that I'm able to sit down with, and I can say I spoke to a millionaire. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is like mind blowing to me, because you know, I I I never thought that I would be able to sit in the room with someone that made millions. And now I'm here doing that. Congratulations to you. Man, now, you, congratulations to you as well. Thank you. For, for even accomplishing that. Because people like you helped me to dream bigger. Dream bigger. Was it, was it Coach Stormy was, was who you talking about? Yes. The one that, that um, made the meals in seven months? Yes. Shout out Coach Stormy. Yes, she is, oh my Shout God. Shout out Coach Stormy. My, my, my wife really admired her as well. Good. And one day, I'm gonna make sure she meet her. Make sure she meet her because she she she's a huge inspiration. What was that like working with her and meeting her? Um, meeting Coach Stormy for the first time was like, oh wow, she's like how people look at me now. I was right. like, oh wow, she's a regular person. Like she's just a regular sweetheart, you know. Um, but it's not easy being coached by Coach Stormy because she is about her money and she's about you becoming a better, the best version of yourself. Um, but I, just how I had a drive to meet my dad, just how I drive to get out of that car, I had a drive to working with her. Like, I know we'll speak to stadiums of people together. Like, I already know that. I already see it. I already feel it. Right. I, it's mine. So we'll speak to thousands, stadiums of people. We got to. Um, but that, that's right there. That's how it manifests. I already spoke it. I seen it right down with my eyes. But working with her over the years has just been like, wow. You know, like, I, when I seen her, I knew that I could do it too. I knew that she was no better than me. Right. But you have to honor those that went before you and paved the way before you. 100%. So I'm 100% respect, integrity, character, and I honor those that came before me, showed me the way. Um, so coaches and mentors are very, very crucial, very crucial. But her love for the people, you know, this woman has 37 millionaires up underneath her belt. She is 37 no. 37 millionaires. Yeah, she's no, nothing to be played with. What? Nothing to be played with. She knows Sheesh. exactly. She knows exactly what it is that she's doing. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like people be in their feelings about how certain people talk and, and their approach. But when you get to know a person and you know them and you know they mean you well. And I ask myself all the time, how was your life before you met this person? Is it better? Are we better together than are we apart? Like, if I can just leave your life and my life get better, please, kumbaya, bye-bye. <laughs> you know, but if we take a break and it, it's like, nah, I miss her. You know what I mean? Like, no. So Stormy was one of the ones that was like my model. She was like one of the models that, that showed me that it is possible. You said that it's not easy being coached by, by Coach Stormy. How does she challenge you? Um, you know, in network marketing, network marketing was a challenge all the way around because if you didn't 
and back then, if you didn't accomplish something, like you couldn't, it was a rope. Like you gotta be like a certain level in the company to sit at the front. And I'm like, every time I went to events, it would make me feel away because I would be like looking at the people up there. I would be like, she is tired. This wig is, how much she made? $250,000, this wig is crooked. She got all these big old church clothes, like, ugh, you know. But I would always just go to the events and get around them. And then she would be like, why are you not up here? She would always challenge me, always believe in me. Why are you not up here? Like, look, 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 you letting these people beat you right here? Like, why are you not up here? Why are you not working like these people? Why you ain't lost the weight? Like, why are you not working on your story? Why are you, like, God brought you this far for you to just sit down and, and on your gift? Like, that's how she talked to me. And then I would be like, let me go to work, you know. Let me find me some people to help. Right. And network marketing, what company? Total Life Changes. Total Life Changes. Talk to me about it. Total Life Changes. These are the products right here. These are the main three products right here. So I started off flipping this tea like if they was weed bags. I was a hustler. <laughs> Yeah, that kind. <coughs> <laughs> flipping them like, flipping them like, like this was my dub bag, right? That, but, that would um, be what a three point five or seven. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. Hush, hush, we don't like Nick. It's a Nick bag right here. So anyway, um, I consumed this product. I lost seven pounds my first week. I lost twenty two pounds my first month. I went on to lose forty pounds. So I help people gain weight. I help people get their skin cleared, all of that. This is not a weight loss tea. This is a detox tea. So it just really cleanses you out at a cellular level. So when I first started and I reached out to Stormy, she sent me this and it worked for me. So I was like, people don't like to buy stuff that don't work. Right. So I'm like, this actually works. So I can I can give you one of these, tell you to drink it tonight, you're gonna wake up in the morning and say, Tammy, what was that you gave me? Mm -hmm. Right? And um I was this this is what it was about. I was like, dang, this what she's selling. And then she had this, it, back in the day it was a white bottle and it was Nutriburst. This was a vitamin. I want you to try this too. But this is a vitamin. One tablespoon is equivalent <clears throat> to ten salads. And one I tried it. Yes, it's equivalent, equivalent to, to ten, 10 salads. It's a healthy what? vitamin. Yes, it's big time. <clears throat> everybody, all social media, everybody on Nutriburst. It's like if you're not on Nutriburst, it's like, what are you doing? What's your life? When do I try it? You can try it now. What's your waiting e on? E even though I, I have some wine? Oh, that, you ain't even finished. <laughs> yeah, try it. That's a vitamin. So basically... So do I it, take the whole thing? Yeah, it gives you energy. Um, it, you Have you ate breakfast? <clears throat> uh, no, I have not. Okay, good. You good. You sure? Yeah, go ahead. Tell me, me with the tea. You sure? Tell me with the tea. Trust me. Drink. <laughs> take your, your shot. You have a shot of Hennessy. You can have a shot of Dutraverse. I don't drink Hennessy, <laughs> but it's good. The flavor is good. Yeah, I like good. it. I'm going to be calling you later, let you know how I feel. No, you're going to feel it in a minute. I ain't, gonna, a minute. I ain't going nowhere I'm here. Oh, say less. Yeah, say less. You're going to feel good in a minute. But say less. It's, it's really healthy for you. It helps with your immune system. And so we sell those healthy products. So Coach Stormy had a bottle of this in her hand back in the day. So after you detox, you got to replenish yourself with vitamins. It's like Mega Man, gummies and all this, right. but it goes straight to the system. It goes straight to your immune system. Um, and, and we made a lot of money during, during the uh, quarantine. What's a lot of money? <clears throat> Millions. I need a number. Millions. Millions. Because of this product right here. Everybody. Millions. Yes. It, like, for an example, like, if your, your health... What, what COVID taught me is like really your health is really your wealth. Right. Like 
you, like God can really shut down this whole world and show everybody your health is more important than going to the barber shop. What what closed down the uh, the everything everything closed. closed. <clears throat> going out to eat, the clubs was closed. You nail shops was closed, lashes closed. Like everything was closed down because health was the priority. And so people you people got away from their health. People don't go to the doctor until they feel the lump. People don't, until they start throwing up, it's like, oh, shoot, let me take a pregnancy test. No, right. you're supposed to be on top of your health. And so this product really works, and it helps with your immune system, make it stronger, give you your energy. Like, people be on their Nutriburst every single day. How often do you take it? Every day. Faithfully? Yeah, it's a part of my lifestyle. Really? This should be in every household. It's just uh, one a day? One a day. One a day. It's up to you, but long story short, this is what Total Life Changes is all about. It's health and wellness company. Um, and we make sure you reach your health goals. And this is like NRG, gives you energy and focus all day. These are all natural supplements. Um, it actually has something in it called 5-HTP, which sends happy signals to your brain. And it, what it do is just really like get you up and running. Like I don't take like monsters and Red right. Bulls and stuff like that. Like it got too much sugar and then it give me the jitters and all that. Right. So I don't do that. So with these three products alone, your your life will never be the same. Look, my guy Trey, he he when he seen it, he's like, bro, this right here. He's like, I took this one day at work. What time? He's like, man, like it hit me like in a few minutes. Yes, it's sickening. <laughs> he said it hit you him like in a few it? minutes. Energy. I don't play about my energy. I was like, oh my god, I gotta have my. I gotta get up. I gotta get to move. I gotta work. So everybody is on these type of products, and That's you know amazing. it's the beginning of the year. Right. So we've made millions and millions of dollars in this company and been able. To, I, I started in my car with these same tees and so that's what we still do and i help more people do the same thing and that's by them you help more people do the same thing like through the company like how, how does that work mm -hmm. just um the, everybody's on the products that's it we get paid to push these products right here mm -hmm. so like i have one of my top earners she made over five hundred thousand dollars up underneath my leadership and she's lost over 80 pounds her name is sheila monique and as long as she's ordering the products, it just keeps going. And then we get customers. Like, you don't have to join with me in business, but if you like the NRG and Nutriburst, then you can become my customer. And it's everybody's on the products. Everybody, it's just if they're going to buy them from you or not. Right. Yeah, so you, you have the choice to join me in business and make this money, or you have a choice to get your health in order and just stay on the products and be a customer. I had, I had some of those in my household before my wife, she started doing it. And then she kind of, you know, we all, we to some degree, we all suffer from the thing called inconsistency, to some degree. And I hope she don't be mad at me about this, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm trying to be open and honest and, and transparent as possible. Please. But she just, she just kind of stopped doing it for whatever her reason is. But so I've seen this one before, and I've seen this one before. So <clears throat> I know when she see this interview, she gonna be inspired. Like, okay, let's mm -hmm. maybe she wanna pick it back up, but. Yeah, I've seen it before. I, I never mess with it, but now hearing you break it down, you know, into detail, I think I'm ready to maybe join the team. Maybe we can yeah. talk about it. Yeah, let's get some money. Let's, and let's then I can, money. I can help your wife. Like, the thing about it is, is like, it, you can get, like, just content with how you look, content with what whatever. Like, she just had a beautiful baby. Like, she may not have the energy. Like, she got to fall in love with herself enough to be like, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to look like my best self. Like, for real. 
100%. Like you said, she really inspired by Coach Stormy. Coach Stormy do not go a day without her products, looking good, feeling good, smelling good, like me either. Like, I don't play that. So it's just kind of like you got to find your thing. Like, find your thing. Like, we all done had kids. So it's like, find your thing. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm not finna sit around and just be like, oh, no, when I got right. a product right here. You know, True. so she just got to, you know, find, get her goals in front of her and, and commit to them. Like, she 100%. committed to you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> True. True. Uh, so how long have you been in the industry? Seven years. Seven years. If you could go back and start that journey all over again, what would you do differently? I would, uh, I would build the people much faster. I was just trying to hustle and get my kids out of the car and get money. Like, as soon as I got this, it was gone because I had to go hurry up and get some money. But if I would have understood it more, then I could have dreamed bigger much faster. Like, no, Tam. No, you need to go find Sheila Monique, not in 2018. You need her in 2016. Right. You know what I mean? You need to go find her right now. You need to build a business, build a people, and still retail your products. Not just everything retail for a year, two years, and then start building a business. So I was two years in before I really started building my business. I had like six, seven people for a long time. But I was still making money, like thousands and thousands of dollars every single week because I would go hustle. So if I would go back, I would build my team faster. What, what made you realize that, hey, it's time for me to build a team now? Like, at what point? Like, what was it a conversation you read it in the book? You seen people doing it, you was like, okay, I need to start getting more people. Like, when, wh what happened? It was this guy that was in our organization, and we had a leadership group, and he sent his check. His check was $12,000 for the week. 12K in a week. 12K for the week. I remember, like, I, I know his name, but I ain't gonna give him no cloud on my platform, on, our, on your platform. But $12,000 for the week. And I was, and I, I called Stormy. I want to pause you real quick. You said on, first you was like on my platform. Mm -hmm. And then you said, never mind, on your platform. It's, mm -hmm. it's never about, <clears throat> it's never about me. She, I know, but she live on my page. That's why I said It's there. fine. It's never mm -hmm. about me. But it's yeah. about us. It's always us. It's okay. unity in that. It's us. On our platform. On our platform. There like, you go. And I feel, like, I feel like if the world adapt that concept, like, hey, like, it's us. It could possibly be a better world. I agree with that. And I just told my goddess last night, like, whenever you refer to me, don't say, hey, I'm happy for you. Nah, it's, 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 it's about us. us. Always about us. I love that. Don't ever, and he said it again this morning. Like, man, I'm happy, I'm happy about to do this. Nah, you happy we about to do this. I love that. Because when I win, you win. I love that. You planted the seed in me. So we went together. I teach that all the time. Thank you so much. I teach that all the time. We have the, the, it's live on right here, so I don't know who watching. But anyway, the guy's check was twelve grand for the week. Twelve. And I called for wise counsel. I said, Coach Stormy, how is this man making this type of money? Because I can't seem to get over like a thousand to fifteen hundred past a week. And then I have to go out and hustle so much. And if you do not learn how to make money in your sleep, you're going to work until you die. 
Say and that she, again for the people if, in the back. If you do not learn how to make money in your sleep, residual income, you're going to work until you die. Tammy, say it one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Tammy, because you talking you that talk. If you do not learn how to make money in your sleep, you're going to work until you die. And you have to tap into the, the, the powerful world of residual income. When I go to sleep at night, I'm still getting paid. I wake up, I'm getting paid. Whether I show up here or not, I'm getting paid. And I was like, wow. So I'm hustling, going to go pick up me two or three grand. When the man that made the $12,000 was asleep and he woke up to three, $4,000. What was the difference? He was building his residual and I was going to go work. He was building residual and you was building earned. Because earned income is when you actively. I have to go <laughs> right. get it. I have to go get it. So I'm trying to figure out how can I move these products without having to leave my home. And you need the people to do that. And so I was like, dang. And then before you know it, I was 60000 for the week because I started building I compared myself to somebody that made more than me at the time, but $12,000 a week, that inspired me because people be waiting on a five dollars $10,000 income tax check for the year. This man had made $12,000 for the week. So when I actually tapped into residual, like, I was like, okay, now I got it. Like, okay, we got something here. So my, my top earner, her highest check was $6,000 for the week. So $12,000 is nothing now. But back then it was like, oh my God, if I could just touch that type of income for the week, oh my God, that's, that's almost 45, 50 grand for the month. So, yeah. Business is, um, business is very important when you tap into your residual. Like whatever you do in business, whatever you do in life, find your way to make the money while you sleep too. Find a way. Got to. Like think, ask God, pray, fast about it, whatever you gotta do. But come up with something where you showed up here, you look amazing. Thank you. I'm here, you know. Amazing. Thank you. Trey's here, you know, my girl's here. So it's like, how can we make this, like, we're we making money from this content right now. But how can we do this while I sleep? Well, you're going to, this is for you. you we're going to get this recorded. You're going to make your content. You're going to find a platform where you get paid from the content that you put out. And then when you put this type of content out, people, it, I may say something that may hit shade room, I may say something that may hit spiritual world, but just make sure every time somebody watches you get monetized for it. Like 100%. you gotta find a way to make you some money from, from this while you sleep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Do you read often? I do. What type of books you read? <laughs> I do. Uh, my favorite book is um, The Four Agreements. The four, I haven't heard mm -hmm. that one yet. Never take anything personal. The four agreements, you should read that book or listen to its audio. Um, Think and Grow Rich is my fave. Um, Nine Laws of Success by Stormy Wellington. Uh, my book, Every Single Day. Um, a Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Don't, hey, don't get me started on that book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Don't get me started oh on that book. I do. do. Do not get me started on that book. Yes. That's the one that did it for me. And guess who the one that introduced me to that book? Who? That guy right Trade there. Trade the truth. There you go, Trade the truth. <laughs> he introduced me to that book. I was reading Kobe book at the time, and he was like, bro, 
put that Kobe book down and read Rich Dad Poor Dad. I'm like, man, is you crazy? This is Kobe. He like, just please take my advice. I'm like, man, this is Kobe. I, I want to read this Kobe book. He's like, DK, please, please, just take my advice. Him and him and our other homeboy named JT. Shout out JT as well. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, yeah, bro, listen to him, just read it. And when I started reading, I'm three o'clock in the morning, I'm pacing back and forth in the living room, reading. I'm like, oh, this is unbelievable. Dang, I love it. Unbelievable. <clears throat> unbelievable. I mean, the perspective. It changed your whole Everybody gotta read it. But the reason I ask you if you read is because I have a book club. It's called Read, Grow, and Inspire. And we meet every Tuesday, every Friday morning at 8.15 a.m. It's about entrepreneurship. So we pick a book and um, we read a chapter or two. That's and great. then we just come together that morning and everybody give their point of view. Hey, this is what I've learned. And that way we get to pick each other's brain. You know, this is my perspective on it. And I just feel like to cultivate that atmosphere, we all can learn together. We all grow together. We read together, then we grow together, and then we inspire together. That's amazing. So, you know, I would love to help you on there one day, you know, the mm-hmm. next book. Do you uh, go just live or something? It, it, we, we, we do it via Zoom. Okay. Via Zoom. So, you know, the next book that we read, I'll definitely shoot it to you and love to have you on there one of these days. Definitely. So you can be a part of the family. Hey. We all grow together. That's us. <clears throat> us. Always us. Okay. Uh, you did reference your book just now when I brought the book. So tell me more about it. Yeah. So 30, first, days, first, of 30, 30 days of prayer, sacrifice, and action. So um, you hold it because I'm going to have you do something. But no matter who's successful in life, whatever you may call or define success, they've had to either pray, sacrifice, or, and take action in order to get successful. Right. Like there, it, it, in some point of your life, you gotta pray to God. You gotta believe and just be like, man, I want more. Like, can you bless me? You know. Then you gotta sacrifice something. You gotta sacrifice some. Some people don't be sacrificed. I don't know, but action. Um, and you gotta take massive action. And um, those are the keys to all the blessings. And so, God woke me up June first, twenty nineteen. He gave me the vision. He said, I need you to pray and I need you to take action. And I added the S. And I was like, well, what's the S? Because PSA sound like public service announcement. Right. So I'm like, well, what's the public service announcement? But I heard it like me and you talking, PA. And I'm like, PSA. And I was like, I got to sacrifice. I got to sacrifice my, my, well, me eating. I got to sacrifice the people I'm dealing with. I got to sacrifice my time. I don't need to watch no more TV. I need to just read. You know, I need to sacrifice. I need to spend money and go to events and keep growing and becoming who I need to become, get my identity together. And um, he promised me in the next six months, you're going to see an entrepreneur shift if you do that. Entrepreneur but, shift. Uh, entrepreneur hey. shift. And in 30 days, we fasted. I got on live in 2019. In 30 days, every day we did a different type of sacrifice every day. We prayed. I gave a little word, an inspirational word. We got off. We did it every single day for 30 days, um, June 1st, 2019. And in December 2019 was my first $20,000 month. $20,000 month. $20,000 yeah. month. That was in four years ago. And so um, now PSA is global. Um, PSA is really big, one of the most inspirational conferences we have twice a year. This year I'm only do one, but um, we've been having it twice a year for the last four years. Um, but PSA is, is my 
give back. It's my spiritual, my my faith, my gift I give back to the world. Um, you know, it don't have anything to do with my business. That's my vision. What made you write it? Yes, to to share what I do. This is actually what I do every single day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what's today? 27th? Go to day 27. And you can have that book, by the way. Oh, man. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you know what? I, I was about to tell you I'm mad at you because you didn't bring my PSA hat. But I'm not mad at you no more because you give me a you book. You know what? I didn't bring your hat. I brought your shirt, though. Oh, man. Can someone get the shirt? I want to yeah, see it. Please. Go get the shirt. Please. <clears throat> it's right there on the um on his desk in there. Tell me. I did. Thank you. <laughs> you you Thank spoiled. You. <laughs> I see. Let's go. Day 27. <laughs> it says, uh, day 27, 7 a.m. Don't go back. And it has a scripture verse. It said, but his wife looked back behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And then it says, action, this day is personal. Sacrifice what you need to sacrifice to move forward. No alcohol. Be sober-minded. Prayer, Lord, whether I'm married or not, keep me from moving backwards. I deserve the best. You have the best for me and I am going to get it. Amen. Amen. I like this action right here. This day is personal. Sacrifice what you need to sacrifice to move forward. No alcohol be sober-minded. So on that day, that's the sacrifice. That will be the sacrifice. <clears throat> yeah, so every day is something different. So every day is something different. I'm and part of the PSA family now. Yeah, you're part of the PSA family now. I'm Come part on. of the PSA Celebrate. family Celebrate. I'm part of the PSA family now. <laughs> Check this out. I'm about to put it on right now. Forget hey, this jacket. Hey, get Forget that video, B. Get it, build your phone. Forget this jacket. I'm about to put. I'm a part Yay. of the PSA family now. Hey. I'm part of the PSA family now. Tell me, let's toast to that. Well, I ain't got no more. What? Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh my God! You're part of the PSA I'm family part, now. Hey, I'm part of the PSA family now. We locked in. Cheers to you becoming part of the PSA. PSA family. family. <laughs> so I'll tell you this. Now, possibly, back in June, you seen me with a, with a, a, in red with my son standing on the chair. That video went viral, over 10, 11 million on platform, on all platforms. Um, I don't know if you got your phone. You probably don't have your phone. But um, PSA has went viral several times. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you know. Known all PSA is known all over the world, all across the country. All over the world. All over the world. And it, it ain't even big as it's supposed to be. I'm a part. Hey, I'm <laughs> I'm feeling amazing. I'm part of the PSA Woo! family now. Celebrate. You got your book too. Check me out. Let me find out your little language Check me skill. Out. <laughs> Let me find your little language skill. Check me out. <laughs> PSA, man. Woo! We in here. We in there. We in here. Tell me the T. PSA family. We locked in. Y'all see this right here? We hey, locked in. PSA we locked family. in. Let's go. Let's go. And it's global. It's global, definitely. I know you possibly had seen some of the videos that went viral. I have. You have. I have. But like millions and millions and millions of people. So we're still growing at it. Um, it's going to take me to really cultivate it for it and get as big as my business is. But it's on the right track. Let's do it. All Let's right. Let's do it. How, 
I, I fully endorse PSA family. There it is. I fully endorse it. It's up. <laughs> We're going to have to set up a, um affiliate link. Okay. Do you do that? I can. We can. Let's set it up. Okay. Let's set up for the people that's on this platform that's watching. If they want some PSA merch, we're going to set up an affiliate link some way, somehow. We're going to talk about it and then... I'll let y'all know the link and how, how well, you know what, while we're here, how, how do they find it? Uh, PrayerSacrificeAction.com. You can Google Prayer Sacrifice Action, like PSA. You can Google, you can Instagram Prayer Sacrifice Action. Um, it's, it's everywhere. It got its own Facebook page, own TikTok page. Well, it's on my page, but it's on Instagram page. Um, and then you can go to PrayerSacrificeAction.com, click the link, and you it has its own clothing line, everything. Let's run it. Yep. Let's so. run it. <clears throat> What's one of the things that you have learned about yourself that if you hadn't went down the journey of entrepreneurship, you probably wouldn't have learned it about yourself? Because I feel like in different stages of our lives and different things that we do, we learn so much about ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. What's one of the things that you've learned about yourself? Um, I have it all together. Like... I wasn't as good as I thought I was until you go through rejection. Somebody telling you, I'm trying to sell this tea, and they was like, no, I don't want to detox. I don't want to clean myself. I just want to be unhealthy and fat. <laughs> like, people told me that. Like, they don't want to get better. So you have to deal with certain type of rejection. You have to deal with, um, you know, comparison. You have to deal with people going before you and doing better than you and making more money than you. Um, you have to go through like finding yourself, like really identifying who you are and what can you bring to the table. Like we're in the season of assets, no liabilities. But if I would have never tell went me, hold on, say that one more time, man. Say that one more time. <laughs> say that one more time. Man. We're, we're, in, season, we're, we're in, in the season of assets. Man, no run it back one more time, tell me. Run it back one more time. <laughs> we're in the season of assets, no liabilities. That's serious though for me because I had a lot of liabilities around me. And then entrepreneur, when I became an entrepreneur, I realized, dang, I got 20 people to go to the club with. I ain't got but one person to do business with. Wow. Something is off. Like, so that helped me. The longest I was working a job, clicking in nine to five, it was like I had all kind of friends. Girl, we getting up going to work tomorrow. Girl, how your kids? Girl, let's go to lunch. What we eating for lunch? Chipotle, Chicken Express. Like, nobody said a salad, nothing. Like, but then when I got in the <laughs> entrepreneur world and got independent, it was like, I don't have as many friends as I thought. Uh-uh. I, I don't need to be around certain things. I don't really need to be eating certain things. Like, mm -mm, I want to look better. Like, it challenged me to be better every single day. You know what I mean? That's no matter what you sell or matter, no matter what you do. Like, you got friends around you telling you about rich dad, poor dad. Well, what if Trader Truth sitting around talking about, well, let's go to the strip club. Let's take Tammy to the strip club tonight. Right. Let's take Tammy to the strip club tonight. No, you got friends that may want to go to the strip club too, but he's still going to give you a book. Like, who you got around you to give you a book? If you was never in this industry, you probably wouldn't attract somebody that would say, hey, read this book. True. It's funny you say that because... Man, when I tell you this man has poured into my life so much with books, it's like, I wouldn't be who I am today. That man changed my life. Mm -hmm. Book after book. Hey, you got to read this one. Book after book after book after book. He just kept sending them to me. I'm sorry. I was like, the more I kept re reading it, the better I've become. 
And it was like, and not like me and him. That's sir. That's beautiful. Ain't no one pushed more books in my face than that man did. And like you said, like you realize who's really there when you start stepping into your calling, stepping into who you really want to become. Always. And it's crazy it work like that, but I guess that's just the way it is. It's, it's normal. So when people leave, I'll be like, hurry up and go. Please hurry, believe. Please hurry. It's a part of my life now I'm used to. I'll be like, please hurry, believe. Please, please betray me. Hurry up. Go bye-bye, please. Because my next million, my next 50,000, my next contract, my next podcast, my next idea, my next book, my next speaking engagement is not tied to people that wants to leave me. Man, you know, what you saying that, I went through a phase, well, not a phase. I just, one day last year, I was just like, man, I'm about to go through my phone. I'm deleting every everyone that I haven't spoke to, that I haven't supported or anything. I'm just about to delete their numbers, delete it, <laughs> delete. And I went through, I deleted so many numbers. My contact list went from like 400 to like 108, right? And now I've realized the beginning of this year, the people God is putting in my life now, the contacts I'm, I have now, is like people that I want to have access to, people that want to be, you know what I'm saying? with me, people that, that want to help me grow. And I was like, man, this is so amazing. Mm -hmm. I went from people that I barely talk to, but they just have numbers in my phone, but now I'm here, like, I could call my homegirl Tammy, like, hey, you know what I'm saying, like, and different people. <clears throat> so I get exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. I get exactly where you're coming from. That's so true. So true. <clears throat> uh, I heard you said that, I heard you said that, I think I was watching your Instagram live the other day, and I think you said your daughter was a senior in high school, right? Yes. And um, and then your birthday's coming around. Yes. Y'all coming? <clears throat> Y'all coming to the pink party? The pink party? Pink. I, 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 okay, I we'll talk about it later. Pink, right. It's a pink VIP party anyway. Pink VIP party. Yeah. You got to be VIP to come, so. And I'm, so, so the fact that you ask us, are we coming, that means we automatically VIP. That means you're invited. We invited. <laughs> 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 no, go ahead, yeah. I, my birthday is coming up next week. Next I, next month. So when you said that, I, um, I automatically started thinking, like, okay, her daughter's a senior. She's 35. That means she had a daughter at a young age. Mm -hmm. What kind of adversities did you face with helping a daughter at a young age? Um, Who was that like? I had a lot of boys when I, were, when I was younger, you know, because my dad wasn't there. My mom had already died, so my Aunt Cece was raising me. Um, I just buried her. I held her hand to her last breath. Um, but when I was, I was just trying to fill a void young. You know, I was dating this guy in high school back in my country town and hot and then just sneaking and messed up and got pregnant. And then I was like, my life changed. I thought that my daughter was my biggest burden, but she was my biggest blessing. She kept me grounded. She kept me trying to be better. She kept me thriving. Like, I got to show her who she could become, you know, if she just really trusts God and really put the work in. I have to show her certain ways. I have to show her certain posture and certain confidence so right. she won't just be out here getting manipulated. But for me, it was really difficult. You know, I had to talk to Peter to get the diapers and John to get the shoes and the bowls. So... It was like a real struggle, and I was still um, in high school. And then I went to college for a little bit, and then I had got me a little job. So it was just me and Alana, just me and my little road dog. 
So I'm 34. She's 17. She's 17. She's a senior. She's already got accepted to UNT. She really don't want to go to college. She only want to go to college to run track. Other than that, she's a full-blown entrepreneur already. Um, what business is she in? She's going to start her TLC business. Amazing. Yes, she is. Um, but she's a dancer, professional dancer, very talented, um, you know, and... I, I'm very pleased. I and see y'all dancing the other day. Uh, I think you're trying to go to bed, y'all. I'm dancing. trying to go to bed. She won't listen to little baby. I'm like, okay, come on. You know, I just make time for her too. Right. Like it's like we grew up together. Like she was my buddy. Right. You know, my little buddy. The reason I ask that question because I do think that is other women that went through the same thing, through the same adversity of having a child at a young age. So, you know, just for you to touch on that topic, mm -hmm. I feel like there's other women out there that can relate to the same thing. So I just wanted to hear mm -hmm. from your perspective. You know? Yeah, it just pushed me. It pushed me to be better, a better mom. I watched who I had around her. Um, it just pushed me to become, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I remember we was about to, like, back in high school, we was about to go jump this girl. And then we was in the car on the way. They you, was, you, you wasn't fighting the Oh, fighting, fighting. No, you wasn't. Fighting, and I don't lose. <laughs> I still fight today. So anyway, no, but we was about to get ready to throw this rock at this lady house. And in my spirit, I told them girls, they, they all got kids now, but back then I said, I have something to live for at home. I said this at 17 years old. I said, I have something to live for at home. I said, I don't want to do this. And then they got mad at me and they was like, we all got something to live for. I said, no, but I have somebody. Right. I have, like, what if the police come? Like, and I'm in jail and I have like a three month all at home. And that day, I was like, okay, I'm becoming um, somebody's, like, somebody else mm -hmm. at a young age. So it was very hard being a single young parent, too. But that was my driving force, not my excuse. And that's a big difference. Because mm -hmm. some people do play that as an excuse, but you use it as your driving force. Salute. Thank you. Salute. In order to grow... In order to grow, you have to get tested, right? Mm -hmm. What's, what was one of the major tests for you in the last year or two? Um, my recent test was my last parent passing away. Because, ugh. Um. It's like I, I worked very hard to become who I am today because I wanted CSMA to see me. But um, she gone now, so it's like what I'm doing. I did everything already. I look good. I got money. I don't need nobody for nothing. Uh, my business is good. People know me. I uh, got my own ministry, got my own books, I'm an author. Like, I've really done well for myself. My kids are good. But before the age of 35, like, I've experienced so much. I experienced losing both of my parents. I experienced working a job. I experienced being an entrepreneur. I experienced being hungry. I experienced being full. I experienced being married. I experienced going through a divorce. Uh, being in another relationship. I experienced being fat. I experienced being skinny. I experienced making millions of dollars, and I experienced losing money. 
I experienced losing a house. I experienced building a $1.2 million house. Like I have, I've done all of this and there is really nobody that raised me left besides my brother. So no, my parents are gone. And then my mom gave me to my auntie and then she gone. But she was able to see my whole life. She was able to see me and the kids living in the car. And then she was able to have her own room in my house built. So my biggest challenge over the last year was like, what now? What you gonna do now? You did everything. So. You wouldn't even touch half of what you about to do. Thank you. Ugh, I'm getting emotional. Can someone give me some napkins, please? <clears throat> you, you ain't did half of what you about, uh, you ain't did half of what you are here to do yet. But I think <clears throat> for me, I've always had, and maybe this will help somebody, B, maybe you can get this too on your phone, because I might need to just post this as a reel. But Take your time. for me, I've always had something to drive me. I've always had something to drive me. Like, oh shoot, I'm going through this divorce, boom. I'm, when he get paid, I get paid. Man, forget his check, I need my own check. Or boom, I'm 200 pounds, five foot, no inches. Let me get myself together, I just had this baby. Let me get my confidence up. Ain't no man gonna want me and I'm just at home, chilling, fat, broke, busted. Like, please. And then, it's like, let me make something of myself. But I've always had a driving force. And I was like, I don't really have a, I, I, I know God has a plan for me, but it's like, Tammy, what is your driving force now? Like, my Aunt Cece May in her last days, I'm about to show her, like, her prayers was not in vain. Thank you. I'm about to show her her prayers is not in vain. I'm about to show her, like, it's okay. And now she gone, so it's like, what is your driving force to make your next $12 million? Like, how are you gonna do this? Like, you got a, a million dollar house. What is your driving force to go get a $5 million house now? What is the drive? You got a Bentley, you got a Benz. What is your driving force to go buy a Corvette and a Rolls Royce? Like, it's like, that's been my biggest test, cause like, that I don't feel like it no more. I got it, I did it. But I'm not finished, but I don't have, everybody gone. Everybody, when I, locked, when I found my daddy in 2014, he died in 2015, and I went through a divorce, that was my driving force to start business. I was like, I'm about to make some of myself. I lost my family and my daddy and the house. So I'm finna go get everything back that the devil stole from me. That was my driving force. Now it's like, See, somebody was my last driving force. You got this. You got this. Thank you. you got this. You got this. Them kids you're driving force. Your story is a driving force because it's going to help somebody else. It's never about us. It's about the next person that's going to go through the same situation that you went through. That's the driving force. To know that when you talk, another woman could be like, dang, I'm right where she was at, and I could push through and make it happen too. That's the driving force. Thank you. Your, uh -huh. your testimony is someone else's therapy. 
That's the driving force. You keep pushing, you keep going. Thank you. I am. <laughs> I'm sorry that made you emotional, yeah. but. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, <clears throat> I heard you said on Instagram, you said that. Let's toast to that first. Mm -hmm. Thank you. My boy, my boy said, uh, uh, what he said, is it drink champs? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I heard you said on Instagram, you said, it always gets worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. Was you speaking from a place of experience? Yes. Always. You always talk from experience. Always. Experience is the best teacher. <clears throat> if somebody, that's how you, that's how you measure it. If somebody trying to teach you something and they haven't been through it, it's... It's like, okay. But how are you telling me to do this, but you ain't did it yet? Yeah, you can't tell me like how I feel to have a baby if you ain't got no baby. Right. You can't tell me how to, you may have a little wisdom, but you don't know exactly how I feel to have a kid if you don't have no kids. You don't know, you can't tell me about how to be married and how to have a successful marriage um, if you ain't never been married. You know? So experience is your best teacher. So I come from experience. That's why it's so authentic. That's why I draw so many people because of my transparency. Like that was a real moment right then. But it always do. I, every little time, every time in my life, like it, I, like I didn't want to, like I'll just use for an example. Like I was going to hold on to that house. It was a $175,000 house. I was going to hold on to that house. I didn't want to lose my house. I was like, oh my God, I picked everything up, ground up from this house. I want this house. I'm not letting it go. And we lost it. I was forced out of it. And now I wouldn't even, the type of woman I am today, I would not, yeah, I wouldn't even look past the neighborhood. <laughs> I wouldn't even go over there without my bodyguard. <coughs> I wouldn't even go over there without my bodyguard. So it's like, <laughs> like you change over the years. Like, that was one of the worst points of time in my life, but it got better later. It got better, greater later, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I always tell everybody, like, it's not where you start, it's where you finish, you know? Most definitely. I heard a guy say yesterday, I was listening to a podcast, and he said, one of the worst mirrors that you can look out of to know who you are is the mirror of circumstance. Because circumstance only tells you where you are and not where you are going to be. And I was like, wow. Mm. That was powerful to me. Like, do not look at, through the mirror of circumstances to see who you are. Because you would always only see where you at. And for you to say that, it just made me think about that. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, where were you at? Like, what did you used to do? Like, today is 2023. What you did 10 years ago for a living? In 2013. 2013. I was in college at the time. So I was just. Did you think about <clears throat> that you were ever going to do this? No. No. No chance. What was, excuse me, what was your biggest challenge in, in college? Like, what was the, one, the thing you think of in college that make you mad and, and cry? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I used to be that person. Or going through this thing. I think for me. It was, one of them was just being in college. Because I used to sit back and look at the professors and be like, I wonder how much money he really making. Like, mm -hmm. how much money is he really making? And all the stuff they teaching me, 
are they applying this to their life? So that was always my thought process. And to some degree, that made me stop going to college. You know what I'm saying? I right. was college dropout, and I'm here now. Yeah, exactly. Um, it get worse before it get better. Right. So I don't know if that answers your question or it not, does. but that, that was one of the things for me. And then you asked me, what was I doing? I think you said work-wise. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a friend of mine. His mom owns a restaurant, a Jamaican restaurant. And uh, I just came from the Bahamas. I'm born and raised in the Bahamas. And I came to, to Houston, and she had a restaurant. And that's my homeboy. I met him, and we got cool. We clicked tight. Mm -hmm. And um, he, uh, he told his mom, hey, you know, can you work with us? And she, I was washing the dishes, sweeping the floors, outside, outside on the side of the road doing the signs. Because I just got so tired of my mama sending me money. Right. So I was like, I got to do this myself. <clears throat> so that's, that's what, what I was doing, doing then. Yes, ma'am. If you could refer one person that would love to share their story on my platform, who would it be? If you could reach out to one person and you think, you know, what would, would be amazing for me to, to talk to, who would it be? Um, I got a lot of buddies. If you just had to pick that one person. Uh, do they have to live here? No, they don't. You don't live here. Um... It'll probably be Sheila Monique. Sheila Monique. Yeah, she would so be dope. So, Sheila, we're going to get you on the podcast next. Yeah, Sheila would be dope. I recently went to Atlanta, met this guy called Dr. Umar. This section is dedicated to him. And it said, the question he asked me was, to ask my podcast is called The World is Listening. What piece of advice would you give to somebody? I mean, what piece of advice would you give to humanity? Um, Closes up with that. Never stop believing and don't give up on yourself. Um, I would say nothing is impossible. If you really believe, you can really accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. You can become whatever you want to become. Just keep working on that future person that you see in your head. Like, keep working on that person. Like, keep working on her. Don't let this person today stop you from what you see because you didn't allow the person 10 years ago to stop who you are today. Tommy with the T. The Hour Change Podcast. Thank it was you. amazing having you. Thank, Thank you for you. your time. Thank you. Thank you.